do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the LibroCube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical LibroCubicalist. Today, in a second of times doing what I'm doing, I'm uh, streaming uh, Players Unknown Battleground, sometimes referred to as PUBG. Uh, this time we got a movie playing, uh, The Darjeeling Limited. Uh, and I'm going to simultaneously record a podcast while all of this is happening. Will it work? Probably not. It's sort of ten birds, uh, one stone, is the thought here. Uh, to start the podcast, we have a timer. I'm going to push the button. Uh, the podcast broken up into five. Five-minute segments starting now. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Comacations. Like a coma and a vacation in one. Movie the first is, you are no doubt aware, because if you are following along with the podcast, you will know the Mrs. and I are watching the Fast and Furious movies from start to finish, one through eight, I do believe it is. And we are on the fifth movie, which is, of course, titled Fast Five. Came out in 2011. Uh, this is the first one <laughs> to uh, f- uh, have The Rock, aka Dwayne Johnson, if you prefer, and I hope you do. Um, surprisingly, uh, The Misses and I, f- not since the first movie, we rated all of them the same. This one, just to get the rating out of the way. Uh, I gave a 3.5 out of 5. She gave a 3 out of 5 on whatever her scale means. I don't know. Uh, mine is 3s uh, for enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. And I uh, very much fall into that category. Uh, I should jump out of the plane quickly, because apparently, once again, I am in the Asian server of PUBG. Uh, and I can't understand what anyone's yelling in my ears. Okay, so <laughs> that was obviously more for the stream than the podcast. Uh, Dominic Toretto and his crew of street racers plan a massive heist to buy their freedom while in the sights of a powerful Brazilian drug lord and dangerous federal agent. The federal agent comes in the form of the aforementioned Rock. Uh, okay, so things this did, did right. I love a good heist. 
Uh, one of my favorite things I realized of heist movies is the gathering of the team that you need to pull off the heist. I fucking love that. Uh, so this movie would have gotten less of a score if uh, it didn't have that in it. But it did. So uh, that's why we're giving it that. Uh, movie the second is Wonder Woman. Yes. Uh, that Wonder Woman. Finally saw it. Uh, I've been saving this one for a while. For a rainy day. And uh, I gotta say, I friggin' loved it. Loved it. This is not, uh, you know, like a going against the grain by any means. Uh, this is a much-loved movie, of course. But uh, I have uh, thoroughly jumped on the bandwagon as far as uh, how amazing it is, how it has taken the, the formula of a superhero movie and not necessarily turned it on its head, but uh, at the very least made it a little more enjoyable. Uh, girl power and all that, very, very important. Uh, I think... Uh, if I had a daughter, God forbid, and I don't mean daughter, I mean kid in general, uh, I would certainly want uh, her to watch this uh, and sort of emulate the the sort of fierceness that is Wonder Woman, so uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, the story, great. Uh, it's funny, uh, if you listen to, I think it was last movie monologue, I watched uh, Train Spotting 2, so obviously quickly uh, recognized Spud as the uh, Scottish guy in it, so that was sort of a weirdly pleasant surprise. Okay, uh, so uh, Wonder Woman, 5 out of 5, needless to say. Uh, next is The Big Sick. Ah, The Big Sick, with Kumail Nanjiani, which allows me to do my Kumail Nanjiani joke. Both him and I share many things in common, including the fact that we both uh, had and have podcasts in which we talk about video games. We both are married to women named Emily. Um, we both were born in Pakistan. Okay, one of those is not true. My Kumail Nanjiani joke. Uh, yes, uh, much loved as well, uh, this movie by all. Easy for me to give it a 5 out of 5. Uh, great uh, date movie because... Uh, when you undoubtedly as any a manly manly man like myself did uh shed a tear uh your 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 date or significant other will look at you and be like yeah this this guy's this guy's deep uh plus a shit ton of laughs and uh, lots of funny people a lot of uh, inside comedy jokes which i appreciate uh so five out of five for that uh finally moving on last but not least is Room. Not The Room, but Room from 2015. Uh, I actually watched... This is getting a little meta. Uh, I watched this movie on stream. Um, so now I'm talking about it on stream while recording a podcast on stream. What the fuck? Uh, we'll give it a 3 out of 5. It was good, but uh, not as good as some of these other ones. Today's Television Talk sponsor is Szechuan Sauce. Thank you for that sponsorship. Of course, of course, after that sponsorship, you know we are talking Rick and Morty Season 3. Specifically, 
in this case, talking Season 3, Episodes 1 through 3. Well, because those are the ones that I have watched so far. Uh, first one, uh, wh why don't we start off, actually, we'll jump around a bit, I think. We'll start off with uh, Pickle Rick, because what the hell is Pickle Rick? It's a pickle? It's a Rick. Okay, well, I, that was actually simpler than I thought it would be. Uh, item uh, item the first, uh, Rick is interrogated via mind computer link. Uh, fascinating uh, because of its sort of matrixiness. Uh, if you are at all familiar with the movie The Matrix, that sort of idea of being in a simulation, the idea that uh, you can uh, peek into others' minds using technology... Uh, unlikely, sure, but uh, sci-fi doesn't have to be 100% likely 100% of the time, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so the fact that these aliens have Rick hooked up to a machine that let them peer into his brain to steal his ideas is a pretty uh, pretty cool idea. Ooh, let's steal this coat. Oh, sorry. Uh, and the fact that he, through his sort of sheer gigantic intelligence is able to fight back is also uh, interesting. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for you, for those of you listening to the podcast, you should know that I just died. <laughs> 57th of 96. For those of you in the stream, you saw that. Oh, boy. So maybe I shouldn't combine these two things into one. Oh, well. Uh, I like the whole two birds, one stone thing. Anyways... Uh, back to the podcast, and not necessarily the stream. Uh, we'll move on, since that sort of threw me off, to Rick Mansing the Stone, which is the second one. Uh, here we've got sort of a strong uh, Mad Max vibe as uh, we jump to a planet, uh, an alternate Earth, where some sort of apocalypse, presumably radiation, happened. Um, and uh, Rick wants to steal a rock, <laughs> basically. No, not even basically. He does want to steal a rock from these uh, Mad Max folk. So uh, the combination of a scientist traveling through dimensions with uh, his family uh, mixed with Mad Max is what you get in this, which is like really, a, it's a peanut butter and jelly-like in its uh, beautyosity. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, last but uh, certainly not least, perhaps most even, <laughs> someone in the stream is playing uh, So Happy Together. Ah, okay. Suits well with Pickle Rick, I suppose. Rick turns himself into a pickle to get out of attending a school family-ordered therapy. Uh, so combining the insanity of someone turning themselves into a pickle uh, with dealing with family issues and the desire not to have them uh, which is something I can relate to as uh, I don't relish my uh, family time as some others do uh, the missus for example oh. good luck everyone <laughs> Okay, so I just said... Uh, 
I just said good luck in the stream and immediately was sworn at perhaps some racial words said in my ear. Uh, the girl who played the family therapist, uh, shit, what was her name? Well, her name's Dr. Wong, but, uh, <laughs> uh, spot on in that one of the few times in any episode I've ever seen where Rick was a little put back by someone else's intelligence, seemingly, so, uh, so I like that. Conan, the librarian. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Book banter. Today's book banter sponsor is the Tortoise Pigeon Ginger Rehabilitation Center. What? Yes, you heard me. I said the Tortoise Pigeon Rehabilitation Center. Okay. Uh, we're talking in this episode, uh, if you're following along, and I hope you are, uh, last episode we talked the first book of the World War series by Harry Turtledove. Uh, in the Balance, I believe it was called. Uh, so today, of course, we're talking book number two, Tilting the Balance. Ah, because that's how book series work. You talk about the first one, and then, guess what? You talk about the second one, you idiot. Uh, okay, so uh, if you're unfamiliar with Harry Turtledove, uh, quite often what he does is alternate um, uh, alternate histories. So in this case, the idea is what if during World War One is it one or two? I, th I think it's two. Uh, yeah, what it 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 is two. It is two. Uh, what if during World War Two? Uh, aliens invaded and tried to take over the Earth. How would that affect Earth? So a very, very interesting idea. Uh, and uh, let me read a bit of the plot. While driving a car in a video game. Yep. Uh, as the year 1943 begins the race, quote-unquote, which is the name of the, the evil insect-like aliens that have invaded, uh, attempts to consolidate its hold over Latin America, Africa, Austra and Australia. Huh. You know what? How do we... I don't actually know how we know that, because uh, those are not areas of the planet that we really get into as far as what's going on in them, so... Hmm, it's curious. Anyways... Uh, uh, while engaged in a fierce struggle, uh, the United States, United Kingdom, Soviet Union, Japan, and the what's left of Germany. Because if you recall in the first book, uh, Germany was, or not Germany, but Berlin rather, was destroyed with a nuclear bomb by the aliens, which actually sort of leads us to the main, uh, the main scope of this book, which is, uh, uh, humans having gathered sort of the remnants of the atomic bomb uh, or other atomic debris from the aliens decide that the only way to stop them is to create their own atomic bomb. Ah. So then it's sort of a, a, a race against time uh, for all sort of separate areas of the globe that have the ability to do so at least to start uh, working towards... Um, creating a nuclear bomb. So mostly you've got uh, the Americans who are uh, held up in Denver. Uh, you've got uh, the Germans. I don't know where they are, but they're uh, 
because they're Germans, they sort of very good at the sort of uh, taking technology and um, building it up uh, and, and constructing it. Although they've had a little trouble just to, as far as uh, uh, being able to do so safely. Uh, in fact, uh, in the first book, they uh, their first radioactive experiment uh, ended in a meltdown, which is not good if you're familiar with radioactive stuff. You don't want it to melt down. Uh, then we have uh, who, who else? Uh, Russians. They've got uh, the one thing they've got going for them is secret underground base type stuff. So uh, they've got everything up sort of on the down low more than anyone else. Uh, all humans are supposed to be sharing their technology among one another. However, um, seemingly the Russians aren't really doing that. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the series, uh, it doesn't have one it, sort of uh, protagonist rather jumps around between a bunch of different people uh, it really makes me feel like uh, World War Z uh, if you ever read uh, if you ever read that very very strong very very reminiscent of that uh, okay sorry uh, the race maintains an unquestionable oh, okay well we're done uh, <laughs> the uh, the book I will give I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, so we'll say four out of five. Still, still very good. Looking forward to the next one. Game Gavin. Today's game Gavin sponsor is Benny Buttons Anti-Aging Cream. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, so what I decided to do uh, in this game, Gabin slash Internet Intercourse, is to combine them into one. Yes, which uh, I have done from time to time. Uh, I didn't really have much from the interwebs compared to uh, a sort of normal week, uh, probably because I've been focusing a lot of my energy on streaming, obviously, as I am streaming while recording this. Uh, so I figured, uh, hey, let's combine game and internet into one sloppy mess. Uh, so, uh, I, with that in mind, I decided to title this my first three ses sessions. My first three sessions of D&D &D as a DM and the story so far. So, uh, if you are a listener to the podcast, you will know I have taken up dungeon mastering. Or game mastering if you prefer and I hope you do or don't um, uh, if you don't know what that means is uh, I played uh, Dungeons and Dragons for a while and have uh, somewhat recently in the past couple of months uh, taken over the reins and started running the game rather than being one of the players uh, uh, that being said despite the fact that we've only done three sessions and despite the fact that we only play once every, jeez, uh, month and change, uh, I have put a shit ton, like a year's worth of effort into designing, crafting this world. Um, and and I want to talk about that. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, I think I can do it while streaming for the reason that uh, it's so strongly... Oh, shit. So strongly in my brain... Uh, let me just try to kill someone first, but probably die in the process. 
I hear someone. I see someone. And we died. Okay, well, more time to talk, friends. Hey, good, uh, good shot there. <laughs> I told the guy who killed me, good shot. See, that's how I roll. Anyways, uh, so my Dungeons and Dragons game uh, takes place in the Forgotten Realms, which is where a lot of people set their games. Uh, I'm not using uh, uh, modules, uh, and by that I mean I've created my story and uh, and sort of settings within this uh, pre-created world uh, myself, rather than rely on others. Just I, I find it more fun. Uh, we're playing pretty much 5e, 5th edition that means, uh, but we're using some elements... Ah, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're using some elements from uh, 3.5 because I like the skills. So basically, we did everything but but took the skills from 3.5. It's a bit of a mess. I think if I uh, did it over again, I would just use straight 5e. Uh, that being said, it's working fine. And the reason it's working fine is uh, my game focuses a little more on story as opposed to uh, going from fight to fight to fight to fights because I find that boring so I wouldn't want to play a game like that and I wouldn't want to run a game like that uh, instead I have it so it's sort of uh, story to fight story to fight story to fight for the most part that's sort of how I, I've got it it's a story fight quadruple septuple decker sandwich many many layers um, it still has the, the Dungeons and Dragons you can do anything. Uh, however, since it's sort of more uh, story focused, uh, I, I keep the overall story a little tighter and just how they work within the story as loose as any typical Dungeons and Dragons game. Okay, so I um, uh, wanted to talk about the world, which I did. Um, and that's it, folks. We did it. We made it to the end of the podcast, which means it's just the stream now. So what I'll do is uh, stop recording the podcast. Uh, and to do that, I, of course, will say, as I end every podcast, that it's nice to be nice to the nice. Then we'll continue on with the stream. Hey, how do you like that, folks? Uh, what I'd like to hear from you, first and foremost, from the podcast folks, is if you hate the fact that I'm doing this. Uh, if you're the stream folks, well, there isn't any stream folks yet. No one is watching this yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, let me know what you think as well, if you're out there, I suppose. Uh, it's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean butts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. 
till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper